Welcome back to the Uncensored Black Girl Podcast. My name is Hadassah. I am your host. Um, and we have Abby here, as usual, because um, we are discussing euphoria. Um, oh, so I want to talk about the story because I, I just want to talk about this real quick. So last weekend last weekend last mm-hmm. this past yeah last saturday my instagram was hacked by nigerians <laughs> 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 so i'm gonna tell the story real quick so friday i had like major dental surgery right as you know as abby knows anyway i was on very strong pain medication as well as like an antibiotic anti swelling um i was on like a st- like i was on a whole bunch of meds right so friday the the medication i was on the pain medication made me very tired so i was i had fallen asleep around like seven o'clock like i came home i got back from you know, the dental office picked up my meds. I was like, going to try to sit on the couch and watch TV. And I was like, yo, I'm tired. Like I'm very, very tired. So I went to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night. It wasn't the middle of the night. It was like right before 12. So I woke up around like 1150 or so. And, you know, I'm on Instagram, you know, scrolling as per usual. And one of my old coworkers, uh, my former coworkers, um, was messaging me on Instagram. So, you know, like we're messaging back and forth. And then all of a sudden they were, um, it was like a, a link. Right. So I was like, Oh, like I'm, I didn't think anything of it. Cause it was like a plain link. I clicked on it. Next thing you know, <laughs> my account is being signed into from Chicago, Illinois. And as by the time, like, so, you know, when you're on, um, Instagram and like someone tries to sign into your account or you from another location, it notifies you. So you can like manually sign the other person out that from that location. So as I'm trying to sign them out, they sign me out. Okay. So now I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I know this person that I was talking to like in real life. Right. So I text them and I'm like, yo, like what's going on? Like, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, um, whatever they say to you, like, don't respond because it's not me. So I'm like, oh, shucks. Okay. So next thing you know, I get a message on WhatsApp. And the message on WhatsApp is like, hey, this is Instagram. It's like a 213 number. They're like, hey, this is Instagram. Um, we are trying to like, this is Instagram support. We're trying to help you get back into your account. So I'm like, no, it's not like, I I don't know what, what I'm not stupid. Like when would Instagram ever message you on WhatsApp? If you tried to get back into your account and like, how did you even get my personal phone number? Like, it's not even adding up. So I'm saying this. And I was like, no, like, Y'all some Nigerian hackers. I know what you're up to. I'm screenshotting all of this. They were like, what are you talking about? Um, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I get a video message, a video call, a video call from these people. So I'm like, oh, hell no. So I didn't answer the call. 
I screenshotted everything and I told them I screenshotted it. Once I told, once they figured out that I had screenshotted their messages, they, um, they, uh, deleted all the messages that they sent me and blocked me on, on, on WhatsApp. So I still, I had three accounts connected to my main Instagram account. I have my Instagram account for my dog, my travel Instagram account for my blog, and I have my Finsta, right? So they got into the travel blog, Instagram account, and the Finsta account, but they didn't get Storm, my dog Storm's account. So I'm on Storm's account and they tried to sign in and I was able to prevent it, change the password, all of that. And they start trying to message like me to my like to Storm's account trying to get me to like fall for the same like scam again and I'm like first of all don't you realize this is a dog's Instagram like are you stupid like first of all don't you realize this account is connected to mine so once I said that and I was like this is the same person's account that you just tried to take over and they blocked me there so I'm on reddit at this point because I'm like I need to figure out how the hell to get my account back so I did this thing with Instagram where you do a face ID. So you like do like this up and down, side to side, and it takes like a whatever of your face. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the people on WhatsApp were trying to get me, they were like, oh, can you send me a video of yourself so we can I, uh, verify your identity? Obviously, I didn't do it, but I'm assuming that's why they wanted that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it. Um so I sent that. And then there was like these other things that I did. I was taking screenshots. They messaged Jada, you know, Jada, mm-hmm. they messaged Jada. They were like, you bitch. Why? Like they were ODing. Like, why won't you help me? I was like, what the hell type of shit is this? Like, this is wild. And so long story short, I ended up getting my account back uh, Saturday morning. I'm out walking the dog. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I get a notification that someone's trying to sign into my account from Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I blocked it. And um, the moral of the story is, I don't know. These hackers are um, very sophisticated now because they make you believe that they are like people that you actually know in real life. Because it's like, I had no way of knowing that that wasn't like that person. You know what I mean? So um mm-hmm. I say that to say, if you are uh, message speaking to people and I don't know, something seems off or I don't know, just text them first before you click on a link. That's all I got to say. <sighs> anyway, um, that, that was my public service announcement for uh, this episode. So let's jump into euphoria. Um, Neither of us took notes, guys. So we winging We're it just today. Winging this bitch. <laughs> we winging it. It's it's just vibes. Um, that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, what happened? What happened this episode? <laughs> a lot happened, but um, we can I guess start from the beginning and go towards the end. One scene that I wanted to talk about was the beginning of course because we have like all these scenes of Rue and Jules like playing different characters from different movies and um after watching the episode because first I was like what the hell is going on um I realized that those characters that Rue was playing dies for mm. a spoiler alert I don't know if anyone knows the movies that they're in but like 
that's a spoiler i didn't um, i didn't realize that but i also don't watch i haven't watched a lot of like this american culture staple movies so yeah i i haven't watched titanic but i know what happened me either i just know yeah. they all die yeah so going from there like i know a lot of people have been predicting that this is the end for rue and honestly i was a little bit happy because rue's been really acting up lately um but that's besides the point um what was, what was i what was i saying <laughs> whoops i literally lost wait i can't that. hear you your sound just cut out can you hear me now nah we're having zoom technical difficulty <laughs> you should play that music that's going like da, da, da. <laughs> two hours later okay i can hear you now so keep going okay. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Um, this, you were uh, talking about the characters and how they all die and yeah. how you were like, people say this is the end for Rue and that she's been doing a lot lately. Yeah, so basically, like, it's, I feel like it's been, like, pumping people up thinking, like, this is the end for Rue because, like, towards the end of the episode, we kind of, we're kind of, like, everyone's questioning, like, is this, like, a depiction of Rue, like, overdosing again? or something else so that's my that was my um I guess like process of watching this show but then I just found out they got greenlit for season three so I'm like they're not gonna kill Rue they're not gonna kill I don't think they're that's what I said the last um the last episode of the podcast I don't think they're gonna kill Mm -hmm. her just because she's the main character Mm -hmm. I mean, she might get hospital. I mean, something might happen. Maybe she, maybe they will kill her. Um, I mean, that's valid because Zendaya might be like, girl, I got other things to do, boo. So yeah, that's, that's a possibility. But that's I just. How, that's how Insecure ended. People had other shit to do. That's why it ended? Yeah. Who I know, had other things to do? I mean, Issa is doing the second season of Sweet Life you have i don't know her name yeah but, but that's like more of a reality show i feel you still gotta keep on top of stuff you know and then molly's hosting like this parent dating thing i don't remember where it's, but where it is but it's somewhere in the television world um i don't know about the other girls what they're doing i think i think one of them is actually making a show by herself probably kelly maybe yeah it's her it's her and then um i don't know about the other girl i just know she has a podcast and that's about it amanda sales yeah yeah i feel like um i'm a little bit tired i don't know what i've been doing i've been going through something um (laughs) so i guess i'm tired right now but um I know Amanda Seals. I don't know. Amanda Seals is interesting because she, um, I don't know. I don't know how she's perceived by like, I think different black people perceive her differently. Yeah. She's kind of like so-so. It depends Mm -hmm. on how you, it depends on how you were put on to her. Interesting. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't put on, I knew about her from before, um, from before Insecure and from before she was on The Real, 
because she I feel like she would just be on the internet saying stuff and I feel like she would just pop up on like my Instagram like explore page Mm -hmm. saying stuff um and then she went on the real and but I feel like the real and insecure probably overlapped at some point um she was not vibing that show at all so well but um now look at her how do we end up talking about this um oh because because Rue is an executive producer and then going into like how she could Zendaya is is an executive producer yeah I didn't realize that you don't be reading those credits hell no I don't be reading them credits once I see the credits I'm like oh time to go this ain't a Marvel movie I'm signing off hello (laughs) I'm fucking dead but yeah she she's she she wasn't in the first season but like you know after season two sam was like i need i need her as my executive producer even though like she's getting backlash but that's another topic for another day mm. but yeah I, i'm honestly just very surprised that there's gonna be a season three because like there's just a lot of drama that's been like kind of like surfacing like i found out like um there's a rumor it's not true but it's just a rumor like how um Jacob I don't know how to pronounce his name but who plays me and then you have Hunter who plays Jules they are no scenes whatsoever together because they had like some drama out outside of um euphoria and then like yeah then like if you, if you think about it like you we haven't seen it's them, so like, weird all though besides, be, like the first yeah party. except for the fr- well yeah but it it's so weird though that that's the case though because of the storyline between Jules and Nate like isn't right. that kind of ironic right it is it is I'm just like wow they really don't like each other in real life but yeah um <laughs> I feel like okay we can talk about Cassie first Cassie has issues I think she has an attention she I think so um one of the first scenes we see her in is this episode is um the scene with her and Nate and Uh um them arguing back and forth and Nate basically says to her like you are unhappy with this situation because it's like you want something that you actually can't have like basically mm-hmm. he basically says that um I think it's like an attention thing and it's like yes Cassie can get attention from any guy but it's like she wants Nate and I think it's like a weird complex between her and Maddie and her being able to like say like I'm better than Maddie in some kind of weird way like I I can pull more guys than you and like even even your boyfriend you know like it's just a weird Mm -hmm. thing and she's kind of like um made herself given her given into this role of being like the side chick we see that you know in all of her interactions with Maddie right like this thing of her having sex with Nate still having sex with Nate is still there Mm -hmm. um and um she just kind of spirals she is I mean they end up at Maddie's birthday party which is at Cassie's house um because Cassie has the cool mom that lets everyone drink apparently way too Mm -hmm. much 
Um, and so they, she's basically the whole night waiting for Nate to come because mm-hmm. she, I don't know. I feel like she has this thing where she thinks like if her and Maddie are in the same room, maybe like she wants to see like what Nate does and who, but Nate is like also crazy. And he also does like, he's not going to mess things up with Maddie, you know, like he's not going to do anything in public to jeopardize that. So it's weird. Um, And then I guess, you know, the same as in the last episode, he comes over and he's not paying enough attention to her and she's jealous. Like she's actively jealous. It's just weird. It's just so weird because it's like, what is Cassie's end goal? Like, does she want Nate to break up with Maddie and be with her? Is that what she wants? Um, I don't, honestly, the way, the way, like how she's been portrayed or like how her actions have showed me the past couple episodes like I feel like she she wants attention yes but like I think that like since Nate is like the only one that's giving her some that attention that I think like she's kind of like having a spiral because like you know I'm not I'm not entirely sure like how she is like outside of like the euphoria gang like how people perceive her but like well I think we know how they perceive her outside of the euphoria gang like they perceive her as easy like there are several videos of her going around of her having sex with other men she seems like the hot girl that is easy to have sex with if they want to I honestly forgot about that about that yeah she had a whole sex tape at least Oh my god. I think it's more than one sex tape that she's had leaked. And like people know that she I mean because she she before she got fixated on Nate, like she was using sex in a weird way. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, I think she knew those tapes were out there and she liked it and she was going to keep having sex with like, like, oh, I can pull the hottest guys. I can have sex with them. Like, it was just like a weird thing. Mm. Yeah, I can see it like that. I don't know. I feel like it, I feel like it's like a downward spiral, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I just like, I can't tell like what her, what her end goal is because no. I don't think, like, I don't think she, like, not technically that she, like, 100% wants to be with me, but, like, since Nate is giving her that attention, then she's, like, I want to be with you, you know? Yeah. Um. So, I guess when Nate comes over, because he's not paying enough attention to her, she starts drinking more and she's, like, spiraling and then she goes and changes into this bathing suit that's like super sexy she gets into the hot tub everyone else puts their bathing suits on gets and get into the hot tub um and then she throws up on herself yikes yeah that was disgusting and I feel like I feel like that like I don't know all of this over a guy like that to me is even more off-putting like if I'm a man and Mm -hmm. and you throw up on yourself in the hot tub and like we're all in the hot like 
oh that itself like I would I would I if I were Nate I would look at Cassie in that moment and be like you're so pathetic I can't even have sex with you anymore but I think the only reason Nate keeps having sex with her is to keep her mouth shut because he realizes that she's at a uh, at a weird like kind of fragile breaking point where she mm-hmm. might spill it all to Maddie and mm-hmm. he's not willing to risk losing Maddie which is why even when they had that fight earlier on and they're like screaming at each other then he runs after her and it's like oh I love you because he feels like if he says that then it'll calm her down but he Mm -hmm. obviously doesn't love her um and so I feel like him having sex with her at this point is more of unfortunately it's like really twisted but it's the only way he can kind of keep his relationship with Maddie because Mm -hmm. otherwise Cassie might just be like I screwed your boyfriend and um because I feel like she's at a point where she might be willing to like lose that friendship because it's like I don't think she views Maddie as a friend anymore I think she views her as some kind of weird competition which is like you know I don't I don't think she finds you as competition I think that like just like her internally how she's feeling about like this validation like she's like willing to risk like risk possible like bridges to burn in relationships just to have this certain validation from a man because you know going back to the daddy issues like you know like she was willing to let that man steal stuff from her mother's home and like let him get away with it so like what yeah what's like stopping her from like cutting off a friend like you know like it's it's sad but like you kind of just have to sit there and watch because like she's just in too deep yeah 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 she is in too deep um I think it'll be interesting because I think it's even Maddie says it like um I don't know if it's Nate who was like is something wrong with her and then she was like no but when she drinks she's just fucking pathetic it's that's how she gets Mm. and even Maddie like as disgusted as she is and as probably annoyed as she is she still tries to tell Cassie like it's okay and I don't know Mm. it's just a lot it's just a lot and it's like it didn't have to happen because you were drunk in your own house girl you could have went to the bat like come on you don't have to when you're in your own house that's that's like the good thing about it because that's when the embarrassing things don't have to happen because you're at home you don't mm-hmm. have to throw up like oh oh my gosh so we're just going through it like uh, like honestly it's not like I don't it's not like I don't feel bad and like for her doing what she did but like I feel bad that like she was one of those drunk girls who just goes a little too hard and just throws up. And because and if you're that, not the like, girl who's drunk and crying, or you don't see the girl who's drunk and crying, all the, nine times out of ten, you're the girl that's drunk and crying. Mm. Well, okay. So um back to Nate. I mean, Nate was only kind of in this show this episode in this context but we do have um his dad <laughs> again oh um, gosh 
So his dad now has like a bandaged up head. And it's interesting because they never address like whether anyone in the family is like, why the hell is your head busted open? He just like comes home with bandages on wrapped around his head. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, we don't know how people handle themselves in white households. So, well, obviously it seems like his mom is just like, not, um, like, I don't think his mom cares about anything. Like, she just seems like a non-character. Like, she just seems like she's in the background and she doesn't, like, I don't know. It makes me wonder, like, I, yeah, it just, it's weird. Um, anyway, he gets pissed drunk. He goes driving. Mm-hmm. Um, he almost causes, like, 10 accidents. But he drives to that bar where he kissed that guy for the first time um and he dances with one of the men there and while he's dancing he's like thinking of his friend Mm -hmm. I want to know what what happened to this friend like why couldn't he ever reach out to him or like why aren't they still friends like it's just weird like just because you got like I don't understand is it because he stopped talking to him because he was like well I know I like you and now I I got Marsha pregnant I have to be with her so I can't speak to you anymore like he should still kind of know like I don't know what happened to him or something I I feel the way how they're writing off no actually let me say like um I feel like the way how Cal's being portrayed right now like there's no like reason behind it because even like his backstory like doesn't give us reasons to why he likes recording himself with guys yeah. doesn't know why he likes likes all that jazz and in the hotel rooms I think so, it's like, more so I, it's just like this is a messed up person yeah like that's all that we can get and like I feel like getting like no explanation to what happens after he gets that phone call from Nate's dad sorry Nate's mom it's just like like I don't like the fact that we have to guess because I feel like there's nothing really to go off on like why they haven't reached out to each other because it wouldn't make sense that they stopped talking to each other because of the baby like they probably because because it would have been a better idea of having a storyline where they're having an affair I don't know I feel like that would have been nicer well the thing is is that we find out that Nate's mom is kind of having an affair or like some kind of emotional affair because Mm -hmm. she is like messaging some guy and she ba- he basically okay so he comes home he pees on the floor and mm-hmm. he has his genitalia out for the whole family to see and yeah. because he's drunk he basically oh my gosh storm i'm going to have to edit his noise out because he's just my dog is in the background like he wants to play um he just threw his toy on the floor yeah. so um what was I saying mm-hmm. yeah 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 so he comes home and he basically tells the family like it's your like he tells the kids it's your fault that I haven't been able to like live my authentic life because you guys were born and then I had to be forced into this weird emotionless Brady Bunch pretend to be happy family and Mm -hmm. I never wanted that and 
now I'm going to go be free. I can have sex with whoever I want. I can have sex with a transgender uh, woman. I can have sex with a man. I can have sex with a a cisgendered woman. I can do whatever I want. And Mm -hmm. you guys will be left here to rot and suffer in this house. He tells his oldest son, because Nate is not the oldest. Um, So he tells his oldest son, like, this is your fault because you came first. And then I got pregnant. I mean, we got pregnant with you and you're sick because you like weird pornography where everyone jizzes on each other and that's sick. And then he said, Nate, I don't even know what's wrong with you, but you disgust me. You are like the worst thing ever. Like he just berates him. And he's like, I don't care if you've seen the tapes I had. I don't care if this, but at least I own up to my own stuff and I'm out Mm -hmm. of here. And then the mother just looks horrified and disgusted, but it's like, I think she's known this all along. Yeah. <laughs> she probably just thought he wouldn't act on his actions or his like temptations. I think yeah. she thought that though, because he's like such a big property developer in the town mm-hmm. and he's like this big name and he doesn't want his reputation to go down. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> Very excited to see how this turns out in the next episode. Right. Um, who else do we have? Oh, Rue, Elliot, and Jules. So yeah, they're like in a weird love triangle because obviously, oh my gosh, if Storm doesn't stay still, I'm gonna have a episode myself. You know what's crazy? Do you like remember like how Jules was like basically crying, throwing up, sliding down the walls just because she thought that Jules and Elliot had hooked up. Because Rue and Elliot, yeah, exactly. And now, just for like Jules to just stick her tongue down Elliot's throat and he right. can say pussy. <laughs> like, it's so, it is honestly just so funny to me. It is so funny. Yeah. To me. It, it's, it's hip, just hip such a double standard. Oh, it's, uh, it's such a double standard. Yes, it is. It is hypocritical. Yeah. I I can't even speak. I don't even know what I'm saying. It is hypocritical. Um, and it's weird because. So wait, what happens? So they're all together. They're playing like weird games that are probably gonna lead to them having some kind of threesome. And then mm-hmm. they go, oh, wait, 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 wait. We completely forgot about the beginning when Jules is like going down on Rue and Rue basically like fakes an orgasm because she's so high that she literally doesn't even care about like what's happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what kind of leads to Jules and Elliot having a closer relationship because she goes to him and is like hey like can you believe she did this and like what do I do like am I doing something wrong um because I think that's always like people internalize things and people are inclined to think that things are their fault Mm -hmm. um and so you know that's how that kind of starts and so then they're playing that game they decide that they should go out to get something some drinks they steal white claws, which like will not get you drunk from the convenience store or like the little gas station stop. Mm-hmm. And 
Rue was in the back of the car, like drinking, drinking, drinking. And like Elliot already knows that Rue is super high because she's been doing heroin. She's been doing fentanyl. She's been doing mm-hmm. all of these drugs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you storm. Stop. He's like, you should um, not be drinking alcohol on top of all of that. And then Jules is like, yeah, you need to stop. Rue gets upset and it looks like they let her off on the side of the highway. <laughs> Yo, I was so tight. I'm like, at least like take the girl all the way like to the neighborhood. But she was least. like, I want to get out right now here. I know, but like, yo, would you would you let me out the car if we're in the middle of the highway? If you asked me to, if you were drunk and you asked me to, no, I would not. Exactly. How, the hell are, how the hell are you going to get home from the middle of the highway? Exactly. Rue's high off her ass and God knows what. And Elliot's like, yeah, I'm going to stop in the middle of the highway. I let a, 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 a girl who's probably like less than 100 pounds just walk home. Like, if she is 100 pounds, it's the height. It's the height. But no, like, it, it gave me really, really weird vibes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then, mind you, Jules handed Rue that drink. So I don't know why she like hands her the drink, turns around and be like, Rue, are you drinking? You handed her the drink. What was she supposed to do with it? Right. It makes no sense. And then there was this weird thing after that where it's like she walks into a church and then like Elliot and Jules are in the church. Like I was so confused by this because she wasn't at a church, right? Like she was just high. Yeah, but like in her head, like, it's all about it's all about interpreting that scene to be quite honest because I'm like yeah it's like this is like she's coming to God like because we don't see her like we don't see her on the side of the highway or anything so it's like she for all we know could be like dead no she can't she was able, she got back home oh she Remember? oh yeah 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 she did she did she did you're like, right I don't she know did. what she took she took four four something and then everything just kind of stopped and then we had Labyrinth singing that amazing song. Ugh, God bless. Yes, yes, yes. And she was hugging him. Yeah. And then, like, we saw a glimpse of her father. I think, like, yeah. it was, like, yeah. the interpretation, like, she like she is close to death. Like, she is on the brink. Because she she's going to go to, she wants to be with him. And yeah. I think it's, like, important to acknowledge that despite what she thinks, like, that is what has led her down this path is her father's death. her father's death is the only reason why she has spiraled and that she's gotten to this point um because she was unable to cope with his death properly yeah it's it's just honestly like people have different ways of like coping with something that tragically and then like she was kind I think like it was going to happen like regardless if her if her dad had made it or not because she was start, she was kind of like starting before like he was on the brink of that because I remember listening like, when she was like a kid and he was like when like, I think like he was like in he was at home like all fucked up to everything like yeah she just took like I think like a Valium or Oxy and she and like you know like I feel like that started like the ripple effect and then I feel like with her dad dying right because he had all of those pills yeah 
Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like you were coping, you were coping with this before. I'm not coping, but like you were like you were on this before, and then like mind you, you have this traumatic experience, and like you know, like you see this like this drug made me feel X Y Z. I want to feel like that instead of feeling like sad, sad. So of course you're gonna go back to the drug. So yeah, like I feel like it was like a coping mechanism that went left real quick. Mm. Which is why we don't use drugs to cope with our emotions. No, we do not. Kids, don't don't smoke a slippy if your eyes are drippy. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the spot. Look at that. Wow. We need to um copyright <laughs> that. Exploit it. <laughs> Sell it to Dare. Drug abuse oh resistance education. Um, first of all, fuck Dare. They didn't, they didn't do me any good. Dang. We got to contact, uh, what's the name of that school? Um, Alice e. Grady. <laughs> Elementary school. Oh, God. They did wrong. Um, they, I don't know. They probably induced more people to be on drugs than anything else, but that's another story for another day. Oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> But um, I don't know. I feel like that's all that happened, though. Yeah. Like, Those were the happened, main but things. But at the same time, like... I think Euphoria was- is a very visual show because it's all about the directing and, like, you know, how it's directed and mm-hmm. how they kind of want you to, like, understand. Like, they want you to feel. Like, they want you... Like, it's it's directed really well. Um, so I think it is a lot like visual, you know, like a lot of what you're seeing mm-hmm. and how you're seeing it is important. And there's not always a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And it's always, and it's always like up to imp- uh, interpretation too, because like at the end, like where you have all these like certain visuals, like, you know, like you can be like, oh, they don't make sense. And then someone who like, you know, like is really like looking into this, um, into the show is like, oh, there's a reason behind like why she had he had Cassie like with all those roses and like a single tear falling down while yes yes there. Like, yes there's just, yes there's yes, a lot yes, of stuff that yes, like, you yes. have to like really like think about yes like, like yes, why yes, like, why yes. did I have like why did I have to see that like why right. why was that all of, and um, all I, of it is intentional all of it is yeah. intentional and that's what I mean like it's really like the choices that the director is making makes for more of a visual experience granted it is television television is always a visual experience Mm -hmm. but I think they're trying to invoke certain emotions and certain thought processes when you're watching it which is why it they do certain things Mm -hmm. so so that's it for this episode. Storm, I, I I don't even know if I can edit out all of his like dropping. Give, give me the floor. Are you excited for tomorrow's episode? Oh my gosh, tomorrow's Sunday already. Shucks. I know. I really need to advocate for like a five-day weekend and a two-day work week. That would make me a lot happier because I, I just... I just need like more time to decompress and like 
it's just not enough hours in a weekend and two days it's just not enough it's not it really isn't because I was off Friday and Saturday and I think Friday and today and honestly I feel like it just went by so quickly yeah everything is just going it's like going fast but not fast enough at the same time it's a weird thing Mm. we should make a show about it (laughs) anyway thank you guys for tuning in um you can follow us on instagram at omg it's hadassah and at abby kadabi i will put our oh yes yes abby kadabi 311 um (laughs) i will put our instagram handles in the show notes and we will catch you guys next time thanks for tuning in